The Fontenelle Final Bell Podcast is presented by Fontenelle Hybrids. The solutions you need, the relationships you trust. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield, where, of course, a Thursday we are broadcasting from the Nebraska Soybean Board Studio, which is brought to you by the Nebraska Soybean Farmers and their checkoff. Aaron Bertles joins us for Crossroads Marketing. And rain in the forecast today. It's been a cool couple of days. Almost what this crop needed to kind of rejuvenate and get ready for the next blast of heat. Yeah, it's certainly not going to scare the marketplace, the weather that we've had here lately. Uh, you know, you had that one week of heat. The last time I was here was right before the heat wave was supposed to come and we talked about you know is this gonna be something that can get things going and i thought it really could the tough part that happened after that was you just didn't have anything after it you, you got this and and this forecast held up right so just wasn't enough to get the trade real concern we kind of tried to work our way back to the highs and then we fell off because of the extended forecast and now here we are today and the tough thing is the event that people are all concerned about happened a long time ago that that we think hurt this crop and so the market's already shown you that until it gets new information, it's going to be tough to take that event any other place than where they already have. Well, we didn't see a good close today. There was some hope and optimism, but it didn't last. No, it wasn't a good close. I mean, you close November beans below nine bucks. Um, you close corn on their lows, and the lowest we've seen in you know a week or so, uh, at least on this last uh, latest downturn. So, not a good close, but you're still above that gap in in Dece and sep corn um you know that's still a place where people are expecting this market to kind of stay range bound uh, it does seem heavy though and you know if you go down and fill that gap you've got real risk um below that everybody's seeing these numbers i mean you can go down to to 405 406 back in that range uh to to find some more support again uh, that seems real deep considering all the unknowns that we have here um the chart does also just look like it's kind of making a, a wedge formation. You know, it, it didn't break that today. Uh, so that could still be developing here. You could just see some sideways and tightening action. But it seemed, it's a long time until that report, a long time until August the 12th. It seems like uh, we're, it'd be a long time to just kind of chop back and forth until that time frame come. Are we going to see that happen, though, because there's so many unknowns and they say this one's even going to be more heavy weighted than previous August reports? It certainly has a lot um, going on with it. I mean, acres obviously the biggest question. Uh, and I, we talked last time, I thought you would stay range bound, and I thought it would be within this range. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see us work back up, but this it does just act heavy. You know, it's acting heavier than I would have su suspected going into this time frame with the unknowns that we have, because you still have guesses all over the place. I mean, you're 158 to 172 as far as yield goes. And I'm a little worried coming into this report that yield isn't going to play as big a factor just because what are we really going to know August the 12th about yield that we didn't know last month, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's not going to have changed all that much. Crop conditions are still kind of where they were at that point, um, a little bit lower, sixth worst we've ever had, right? But that hasn't played a huge factor in this. So the big question is acres, and, and then you come down to the big argument of, okay, where do we actually start with? In acres to get where we are today right was corn really 92 or was it 94 because we started going up with the corn price before people were done planting right so i think you most people suspect that one of those has to give but it doesn't say when it has to give right i mean you don't need to know anything about yield or this market doesn't have to tell us anything about yield till quite a ways down the road if it doesn't want to if it doesn't feel like it has the information 
uh, USDA doesn't feel like it has the information to give us those results. So if acres don't change in this report, um, it's not going to change the argument that the yields could still come down. Everybody will just look at it and say, well, it's August. I mean, what do we know about yield at this point? So I do think there's going to be a lot of unanswered questions still, um, even after this report. But there should be quite a bit of buildup going to that. As you look at beyond our windows here, and we look over to the east, Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, Minnesota got hit with some severe weather. We know that there's been some major crop damage just in those two states alone. How much of that's going to be factored in as we see this weather playing into this August 12th report, or is that information pretty much been gathered and they're calculating? I think it will be tough to, to gauge a lot of that just because most of that's still going to be determined on how long our growing season we have. I mean, the big problem in those places is mostly that it got planted late. Um, some areas of dryness, right, in central Illinois, but a lot of these places have had decent rainfall, you know, so that's not a huge factor. Temperatures are decent right now for most of these places. Some of them caught heat probably when they didn't want to, but, uh, you know, not a huge area uh, for that for a long period of time. So I don't know how much we're going to know. You'd know less now than you probably would have previous years just because of how late that stuff is and it just comes down to how long the growing season is but people in nebraska are going to have a tough time with this because nebraska is the the highest ranked state right now uh, as far as crops go um yeah knock on wood, knock on wood <laughs> right um things look pretty good out here in most spots considering how rough we felt like we got started so tenfold over there right indiana ohio illinois those places are in really tough shape but also just so far behind nobody really knows how to gauge that at this point this definitely has made it quite the unique marketing year it's one of those one out of ten it's one of the one out of ten that you just um can look at it and say that there could be some real issues at the end of this year and you have to try to play it that way i mean you you've got to realize that you got to make decisions as the year goes on because to me it is going to be one of those if you just decide to make a choice and say i don't believe the crops there then you might have to wait a while to get those results um, you might have to wait a lot longer than you're comfortable waiting from a selling standpoint. And for people in Nebraska, that will be a tougher decision than people out east because they may be worried about just having the crop. Nebraskans, for the most part, aren't going to be really worried about having the crop. It's going to be, should I sell or should I not? Because if they don't have it, we might go up quite a bit by the end of the year. So then that becomes the next question. When you're trying to do your marketing, as you're running your pivots and you're looking at this crop and seeing that it's starting to tassel, do you sell? Do you wait? What's the what's the piece of advice? You got to be willing to think about individually your operation, right? I mean, you got to know what risks you can take. Um, you also have other avenues that you can go down to try to maintain ownerships of crops, but still make sales and take that larger piece of risk off the table. So you need to be looking at all those avenues. Lots of things to think about. Stick around. We do have more coming up. It's the Fontenelle Final Bell on the Rural Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fun Now Final Bell here on the World Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. Aaron Burles joins us with Crossroads Marketing. A uh, question from a listener. I know you did kind of touch on it in the first half, but I wanted to kind of readdress it to while he was asking what this corn and if the oversold feel that he feels is in it, is it still there and will it continue? We are at the lower end of the range that we've been in for the last couple months. Uh, I would expect because of the unanswered questions we have in this market that it would be tough or less likely that we we fill this gap and go on down further. Uh, so I would expect that we, we could hold here and stay range-bound within the range we've been in the last two months. But, like I said in the first half of this, 
uh, it feels heavy and the weather does not look threatening as you go out the next couple weeks so that part makes you a little bit anxious about knowing that the event that makes everybody concerned has already happened and they're at the price they're at today with that already having happened it gives you a little bit of an idea of what their concern level is and it's not real high right now so whether they decide hey yep this looks like a buying opportunity or not which is what i would think they would do uh, remains to be seen here for the short term so in short i expect this to hold um but it's heavier than i would like it to feel right now let's talk china we haven't mentioned them yet we know talks are coming up next week a lot of uh what ifs are being talked about from all angles non-ag and ag alike yeah they're doing their normal good faith gestures ahead of talks you know china has allowed some sales uh, without tariff payments on them um you know buying a few things here and there uh to uh to get some you know good faith going before they meet face to face but we've all seen this before and doesn't necessarily mean that any of the bigger picture things that are really holding things up have gone any further down the road than they would have before so uh, i like i'm sure everyone now um just really is a, is in wait and see uh movement for something like this you know you want to you want to see some actual th- steps beyond what we've already seen before you're going to get too excited about anything it, it can't get a whole lot worse i guess is the positive side to this um but you would like to see them uh, come out with some things that we haven't seen yet from a hog perspective as we jump over to the livestock there's a lot of pork out there if this deal with china doesn't work out or doesn't get done as quick as we'd like to see we've got a lot of pork to move yeah you might have some of that stuff priced in we've had a good rally here the last couple of weeks in hogs and you know you could uh, you could see a setback just because it is a little bit overbought at this point but some of that rally is because of the expectation of what china is going to have to purchase as we move forward um so you do need to see some of that come to fruition. Uh, and they have been making good purchases anyway, uh, just because of their lack of uh, production themselves. Um, so I think the market's kind of pricing some of that in, saying they're going to need it you know, no matter what to some extent. But if you could get a deal going on any of this stuff, I mean, it would be a big boost. It's, it's kind of gotten to the point now where I know initially when all this started, we were thinking, wow, yeah, let's make a deal, and it'll secure, you know, even greater amounts than China had been buying previously. And now it's kind of back to the point where it's like, let's just get back to normal. You know, I don't care about beyond that or anything that would be uh, more fruitful beyond that point. Let's at least get back to the place we were before this whole thing started. There's a need to feed their people and they've got to get it from somewhere. Yeah. And you've seen, um, you've seen beef exports over there increase because of the lack of pork too. So maybe that's a, you know, we've talked about this a long time. Maybe that's a taste that they'll they'll acquire and, and get to liking even more and you'll see that continue uh, but we got to remember that's a communist country too uh, it's it's not the same as it is here they don't worry about um not that they don't worry about what their people say but they certainly worry about it less than than we do here it's it's so different um from what we're used to that it's, it's hard to comprehend what are your thoughts on the cattle i mean they've had some struggles yeah I, we expect supply, obviously, to drop as you move from the fourth quarter into the first. So that's already being talked about, and I'm sure somewhat priced into some of this. Uh, maybe we'll get a little bit more as you go down the road. We're at a point in the charts where it's going to be tough to get through. Um, you did see cold storage was positive. On feed was positive. Those two reports that we've seen lately, and still yet cattle haven't really been able to break through this upper end of, of the range they've been playing around in. Um, so... I think you could see a little bit of a setback from this point, uh, but I, I don't think after the first of the year you're going to be able to see 
uh, a lot of downturn there just because of the supply shortage that we're looking at. And again, with the whole China thing, I mean, if you can get a deal going, that would probably be something that would be included in there and you'd see even more demand. So it feels like we're coming to the end of this supply glut that we had there and maybe working uh, to a point where this market could hopefully get through this lower, uh, you know, trading range that we've been in here. But this is the spot where if you had short-term stuff, you got to really be careful because it might be tough to get through this area in the short term. So what is the, the long-term? Are we going to see a pickup in the, in the prices for these cattle? Or are we going to have to wait till October, November? I think you will see a pickup. Um, but, I, you know, anything within the next 60 days is really going to be tough to, to determine. All right. Good stuff to think about. And don't forget, uh, Trading Bits and Bytes, you can see Aaron talk more about happenings of the markets. That'll be out tomorrow morning. What's the best way for folks to get a hold of you? Yeah, you can email me at abertles at crossroadsml.com. Or just give me a call at 402-309-3171. All right. Thanks so much. That is the Fontenelle Final Bell right here, brought to you by Fontenelle and all the local dealers on the Rural Radio Network. You're listening to the Rural Radio Network.